0: I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gives to Hayward. Switched on Lillard. Hayward spins into the lane. Fades back. Scores! It's 109 all! You are locked on Jack. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, F-J. It is Locked On Jazz for the 3rd of October. The Jazz and the Blazers get started in the preseason. We'll talk about what's coming up with that. A wacky and weird dinner in Portland last night because you wouldn't expect anything less. Reasons for excitement. Nylon calculus predictions and more—all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. I'm actually having a technical issue with my computer, so I'm recording onto my handheld device today, and um, the drum roll's not as good with only one with only one hand. Hey, it's David Locke, Radio Voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Thanks so much for taking the time. I am in Portland with an unbelievably gorgeous view out on the, I think, at the Willamette River. And uh, excited to bring you NBA basketball tonight. We'll tip it off at 8 o'clock on 1280 The Zone for a little preseason action uh, for you. Should be great. Uh, Coming up on the show, we will talk about expectations for tonight. We will talk about some things I found while prepping that have me awfully excited for the season. We'll look at what's going on around the rest of the NBA. Today's show is brought to you by two great... Uh, group. So thankful for them for their support of the podcast. Uh, first off, uh, from the program My Simply Smarter, a really interesting educational program online to help your kids uh, either become better students, become superior students, or even to help some student-athletes with processing. And from Devin Cash. Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate gives you a pair of Jazz season tickets if you buy... Uh, or sell your house with him. In fact, I'll tell you about a jazz season ticket holder. Now who's sitting in the front row of the upper bowl, courtesy of Devin cash. Pretty sweet deal. So those are our sponsors today. We really thank them uh, a great deal. Uh, As you know, locked on jazz is part of the Locked On podcast network. Really good episode that I strongly suggest Chris Manning of the Cavaliers uh, locked on Cavaliers did uh, with David Zerwin, uh, who is a, uh, of USA Today does some really good job on LeBron and protests and, uh, some of that kind of stuff. So, uh, make sure you check that out. It should be, uh, David, uh, Zurn is from uh, Edge of, is Edge of Sports. Uh, and is a sports editor at The Nation, I think, I and host of the Edge of Sports podcast. So if you haven't caught him before, he's he's really good. Uh, that's up on Lockdown on If you have something else you're going to listen to today, uh, I would suggest that. So, uh, before we do pins across the world, i got to share about last night's dinner. Uh, Alex Jensen and two other guys and I um, went out last night, uh, had a nice time, uh, went to a place called Ox, and uh, we had to wait for a long time, and the reason we had to wait for so long is because Terry Stotts, head coach of the Blazers, uh, Nate Tippett's his assistant, and their uh, the agent that everyone uses, Warren Legarry, just ate, sat at their table forever. Like We got there, and they said it's going to be like 30 minutes, and then we said hi to Terry. We said uh, Alex saw Terry and Nathan, so we said hi to them, and I think Nathan... Uh, Alex coached in the D league and Terry and I, as you've heard him on locked on NBA, get along well. And so we stopped, said hi to them. And then we sat outside and had a great conversation, not basketball, politics, trade deals. Alex reads the economist way too much because of Majeris. uh, and a bunch of stuff like that. So really good. And two young, really bright guys that were with us. And so I was learning a lot from them. And, uh, we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and it's then terry comes out like hey how's your dinner we're like we haven't eaten yet it's like ah (laughs) it was hysterical so we sit down at terry's table and i'm sitting down and i'm talking uh to steve and fitz across the table and i'm hearing this voice and it's fred arminson of portlandia and saturday night live and uh seth Meyers show and he's right in the table This is a small restaurant and the Tables are right next to him. so I am like looking right at Fred Armisen trying not to stare. Who it was really? If you've watched Portlandia, his voice is so distinctive, and uh, of course it ended up with just uh, just kind of a weird out of body experience to be sitting there. So maybe that's a sign of a really good year. If you're in let's Port- probably like a one star to be next to and Fred Armisen. If you're going to be. Uh, in U- in Portland for the night. So, kind of cool. Alright, let's go to our pins across the world. Remember, you can email me at dlock09 at gmail.com. This is from Scott from Draper, Utah. I love your podcast. Love the Utah Jazz. I moved to Utah at a young age, the same year as the Jazz moved to Utah. I decided I was a passionate jazz fan for life. In 1984, my dad worked closely with a bank that frequently gave him tickets to jazz games. We often sat in row three behind the jazz bench. Frank's Laden's wife, oh, Barbara, sat in row two in front of us. We got the tickets to the deciding game five in the Portland, excuse me, in the playoff series with the Nuggets. The Jazz won that game, but I think it was in triple overtime. I was 12 and going crazy. I was high-fiving the guy behind us. I was screaming and yelling for Dantley and Daryl Griffith and Ricky Green and the rest. The next day at school, I heard him in the class wrote up on the chalkboard, How about them Jazz? Daryl Griffith once came to the school. I played junior jazz basketball, at. I remember him telling us he was too poor to have basketball hoops, so he just rolled up socks and shot them into a lampshade to practice his shooting. Watching a golf tournament once around age 12 throw, Bailey came up to a friend and I and shook our hands and asked our names and chatted with us. He had the biggest hands I've ever seen. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He is. In fact, I need to call him today. Funny memory from those third-row seats was one night, the craziest point of the game. Frank Layton's wife yelled some advice to Frank about the game, and Frank yelled back and told her to be quiet. He was the coach of the team and knew. What to do. I'll never forget when I was watching John Stockton break the all time assist record or feeling in the neighborhood on the day Stockton hit the three pointer to send the Jazz to the finals. The whole neighborhood took to the streets after the game and was celebrating. I'm a numbers guy in everything I do. I love the analytics you bring to the game and I love the Jazz. That is Scott in Draper. That's a great story. Thank you, Scott. That's how Scott became a Jazz fan and how Scott. Uh, where Scott's listening from, you can share your story as well by sending it to me at dlock09 at gmail.com. All right, let's get to the tip-off story of the day on this Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network on this October 3rd opening of the preseason. I think the headline story uh, is Dante. Uh, It was so cool to see him over at uh, Granger High School. What a great event put on by the Jazz. Um, It was funny, you know, I had a fan who overzealously, he's a good dude, uh, overzealously reacted to no scrimmage. I don't think Steve Starks cares about uh, the fans. I was like, delete your tweet. Like, delete your tweet. Like, I know what's coming. Delete your tweet. It was so cool. Uh, what a great event over at Granger High School for the Jazz to put on and, and give those kids access to it and touch that community. And, and just in the, fit, the players loved it. That was the coolest part about it. The players just loved it. But I think the number one story today is Dante and uh, what we see out of him and getting him back on the floor. And you know we're so excited. uh, Fifth pick of a draft, um, and he's got you know there's there's just a lot still to see. You know a lot of game. I wouldn't judge him for the first forty one games, but there's still a great deal of unknown to who he is. I don't think we know that he's actually an NBA uh, star or starter. Even Uh, I think we know he's six six and fast and shows bursts of what he can do. And he's got just he's got a long way. Uh, still to go, coming off an ACL. It's going to be a really interesting process to watch him go through it. And we've got to be incredibly patient. Defensively, he's shown he can be fabulous. Uh, and, and we'll see what he's able to, to pick up. It's a long, still a long path, uh, with Dante. But story number one is certainly getting Dante out on the floor and playing. Story number two is what Quinn's talked about the entire camp. And the question I'm going to ask Quinn to open up the coach's show today is going to be, whether, you know, what is it that is going to be a sign of connectivity for us? Um, you know, when we, when we, Quinn has been talking the entire camp about connectivity. And so, what is it that we are going to see out there to, that shows connectivity? Uh, and, and what is that connection that he's trying to, is it defensively? Is it offensively? Is it, Uh, really the issue and the number one story around this team right now in is the unknown as the year goes on of who's going to finish. Who's going to finish games and then how are guys going to react? How many times are Gobert and Favors both going to finish or is Boris Diao or Joe Johnson going to be on the floor? Is if those guys finish, then Rodney Hood probably doesn't finish because Joe Johnson finishes as a wing. If And and so on and so forth. And how is Derek Favors going to react on a night where he doesn't finish? And how is Rudy Gobert going to react on a night where he doesn't finish? And how is Joe Johnson going to react on a night where he doesn't finish? How is Rodney Hood going to react on a night where he doesn't finish? And maybe there's a night where Gordon's not good and he doesn't finish. And how do these guys deal with that? So that connectivity has got to be on the floor, off the floor, and in the locker room. And how does it build and what happens with it is a huge uh, part of the story. The other one that I'm just curious as heck to watch is the versatility this roster has. Every substitution will be interesting. Um, I would suspect, I don't know our starting lineup at all, I'm not sure it matters, but I would suspect that it will be George Hill, Rodney Hood, Gordon Hayward, Derek Favors, and... Uh, Rudy Gobert I'm not sure that's because frankly Rodney outplayed Joe Johnson I just think that's what our starting lineup will be Rodney's been good um, but so is Joe Johnson he's really good so I'm not I don't know if that's because of you know just where the team thinks it's headed and that that's the best answer or whether that is the pure starting lineup for the season I think But I think that's where we'll start today, would be my guess. Uh, However, you know what's our first substitution? Is it Joe? And is he in as a four? Is he in as a three? Does Boris? Who does Boris come in for? Who does Boris play with? I think it's going to be just awesome to watch the different options that are out on the floor for the Jazz in this game. And and so those are the three items to me that I think we're watching in this game more than any other is. the Dante returning and he'll do it, you know, at some point, probably late in the first quarter, mid the first quarter. And then secondarily, uh, connectivity, though, again, that's hard to say What it is. Is it is the ball moving? Is it defensive energy? Uh, and then finally, the what are the different lineups uh, that the Jazz uh, are going to throw out there? on the floor. Today's program is brought to you by the program My Simply Smarter. It's part of NACD, which is an international company based in Utah, Uh, been a supporter of the jazz uh, for over 13 years. And NACD started back in 1979. So they have 37 years of understanding how the brain works and how to improve the brain of every child and every individual. My Simply Smarter, what is it? So it works increases your processing by working short-term memory and working memory and giving kids learning challenge to challenges to improve themselves and what they are there it's a, it's a computer program sorry i probably should have said that and so it has these short fun activities that build with intensity and they incorporate components that are required to help your executive functioning so you know each activity in the program is built based on the performance of your of the individual, uh, past performance. And so you're working to an optimal targeted level that my simply smarter program works. And so it does really cool stuff for all sorts of different kids. So it can be for the kid who has some difficulty in learning, and that kid then adds into you know, various different things. So they have intensity activities, they have focus activities, they have cognitive activities. The first time in, you'll take a baseline test and then it customizes the experience uh, throughout and it's really cool because it works on different memory aspects, and the end result is it really allows you to work better processing, which allows you to learn better. They've actually used it at Weber State with student-athletes because the better a student-athlete can learn with processing, the better they can be to learn the skills a coach is giving them. So this can really be for any of, of three types of, of child. You know, If your child is having some learning difficulties, dads, this is a great way to give them a little bit of a uh, – a bounce. If your kids on the court and struggling to always understand what the coach is saying, this is an incredibly easy and affordable way to help your kids improve their learning skills, which will help their athletic skills. Uh, also, if you have a regular kid, and you want them to be even better. This takes that kid to the next level. Uh, so, really cool program uh, for you. And if you're, you know, dads, if you're involved with this, an email comes out every time the child gets a new high score, so that you, when you come home, so you can congratulate them on success and connect with them in in that fashion. You can monitor their progress through your admin login or the weekly email. So you can be, you know, connected to your kid and have a really nice uh, way to work on it. So I I think this is really fascinating because as a kid, I struggled academically because I am a complete visual learner, not an auditory learner. Um, I have some auditory um dyslexia frankly is what it is and so i really struggle with that and this would have helped me so much it's an online program you have it on your computer 10 to 20 minute session three times a week and it's sold monthly yearly monthly or yearly family individual pack and so if you use the promo code lock you get 20 percent off for life with the promo code all plans come with a seven-day free trial so there's nothing to lose you can cancel your subscription at any time it's my simply smarter.com check it out it's Take a few minutes and look at it, dads, and see whether this is something that might be able to help your kid on the court, in the classroom, improve them from being good to great, or take them through their struggles and really give them an access. If we have a struggling kid, all we want to do is give them access to something that allows them to get a little better and have success. That's what every kid wants. So 10 to 20-minute sessions, my Simply Smarter promo code LOCKED. I was prepping for uh, this game and the season, really, as much as anything, and boy, I, I just stumble upon things. Every now and then, that just get me so excited. I mean, uh, when Gordon was on the floor, uh, off the floor, we were minus two last year. When Rodney's off the floor, we we're minus five. Gordon's, there's, when Gordon was on the floor last year, there were only four lineups, uh, that played a hundred minutes with Gordon just because of the injuries last year. And then you dig into what those hundred lineups did, and they were awesome. Right? I mean, they're crazy good numbers. Plus nine, plus ten, plus nine, plus seven. And you go look at Rudy Gobert and, and, and what's happening, you know, and take a moment and look at, at some of Rudy Gobert's, um, numbers as well. And, uh, four or five man combinations that played over 75 minutes with Rudy last year. And they were plus seven and plus ten and plus nine and plus twenty. Like these are, those are huge, huge, huge numbers. And you start to look at that and say, wait a sec, so now Boris Diaw, who's effective field goal percentage, was 56% last year, is on this team. Suddenly George Hill, you have as a point guard who um, has been positive on every team he's ever played. And, you know, talking to some people, they believe you can't even tell me who this, we have as any team because of the fact that we don't have, if you don't have a point guard which we have never had you have no idea who you have as as players um you know that was that was a huge point uh of dinner last night was a discussion of like do we even know who we have as players when you don't have uh when you when frankly you don't know who uh the you know the the point guards we've had have just struggled sorry i I suddenly realized I would lost a bunch of notes I kept last night and was panicked and luckily found them. Uh, but that, you know, that's a huge. Do we really know who Gordon is when Gordon's been asked to play the second most amount of minutes in the NBA and probably carried the hardest lo- largest load of anyone in the league last year? I don't know. Like, I think that'll be interesting. Does he suddenly become a better player? I mean, this is one of five guys who averaged 19.5 and 3 last year, and the others are Steph Durant and Kevin, uh, you know, Paul George and Kevin Love or something like that. I mean, like, it's like, come on. Like, these are ridiculous uh, players that he's associated with uh, along the way. I mean, same thing with Favors. Do we all remember that Favors had a career high in points per game last year? Free throw percentage, assist rate, steal rate. He shot a career high 71% from the free throw line last year. Had the highest steal rate of his career. And then just put on this amazing offseason of work. Um, and I think it's interesting how much he's really internalized this idea, uh, that it in some ways is his fault, um, that they didn't make, uh, that they didn't make the playoffs last year. That he, I mean, that really seems to be a huge kind of story that he's talking about is how personally he is taking it that this team did not make the playoffs last year because of his injury and his desire, uh, to stay healthy. So I, I almost, uh, it's so hard. I mean, if you listen to the podcast the other day, I I tried to be a little kind of I don't know. I just realized how hard it might be. It was one of those days, and then I mean, I I still there is part of me that uh, simply believes that this team has a chance to be the Atlanta Hawks of a few years ago. That you start to add a point guard, and you know if if really. You can have those incredible plus numbers that we just ha- that I just talked about that Gordon plus seven, plus 11, plus 11, plus nine per 100 possessions. So per 100 possessions, the four lineups that Gordon played with last year that over 100 minutes were plus seven, plus 11, plus 11, plus nine. First of all, those lineups should be better because they should have George Hill. More importantly though, think about how bad our other lineups had to be when Gordon went off the floor. And when Rodney was off the floor last year, we couldn't score. When Rodney was off the floor last year, we were five points per 100 possessions worse offensively. And then you have Rudy. What's his impact? Four lineups over 75 minutes per 100 possessions, plus seven, plus 10, plus nine, plus 20. It's just awesome. By the way, Favors is 25. It's really exciting. It's really, really crazy, crazy exciting To see where we are, what might be coming. So many unknowns still, so many things that have to happen. Uh, And I do think that, you know, as we talked about earlier, the connection these guys have to have, there's going to be some really, really tough moments uh, along the way where this team, you know, some guys are going to have to bite some very, very tough things to handle. And hopefully handle winning. And I, and I don't, I think you got to understand. I don't mean like, if Rodney Hood's not finishing games, he's free agent next year and thinking to himself, that's cost him a lot of money. I, I get it. That, that seems real. It's not being selfish and it's also not even money. It's like Rodney Hood wants to play and finish games. You know, if Derek Favors is suddenly not finishing a game, he's wondering, well, what's my role here? If Trey Lyles thinks he probably should play 30 minutes a night and be ready to go, how's Trey Lyles getting 30 minutes a night? If Joe Johnson's sliding down the four and Boris is playing... Like, how how's that happening? I actually think there's a funny line between where Dante's development and Trey Lyles' minutes are actually related. If Dante were to become really good and play 24, 25 minutes a night, and so George is playing 30, 32, now you have... The, some of those are the two, so that's sliding Rodney to a three, which is sliding Gordon, you know, in those minutes, which is then suddenly sliding Joe Johnson to a four, and then that's hurting Trey Lyles' minutes. Whereas if... if Dante doesn't come around very quickly and it needs more time. Then I think actually there's some more time for Trey Lyles of the four because Joe Johnson's playing the three, because Rodney's playing the two, because, you know. Dante's not playing much behind George Hill. So we'll see. This is what it's all going to be so interesting about. Other sponsor today is our good friend Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Uh, I love getting emails like I got from uh, Zach Campbell, who is a locked-on jazz listener who used Devin Cash, supporting our sponsor, and had a great experience. Devin really went to bat for us, ensuring we got into our home, not just a house, Uh, our home he kept us in the loop every step of the way handled adversity like a champ what most people don't realize about realtors is their ability to establish rapport with their counterpart plays a huge role in how your sales proceeds Devin is simply a downright good guy which fosters positive relationships with everyone he interacts with we had several other people vying for the home we purchased and I credit Devin's interpersonal skills and real estate savvy for us now returning to the mecca of the Utah Jazz in a perfect home in addition to that he facilitated my childhood dream and I've got season tickets in the front row of the upper bowl so thank you to Devin Cash he says that's from Zach Campbell really really cool um, to hear uh, for that kind of story so Devin is a longtime realtor loves it loves to kind of approach it as a teacher uh, and give you, you know, all the advice and make sure you're not uncomfortable with anything and is just you know if you're looking for a home right now or you're going to sell your home, call Devin, 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. You can even text him. Uh, if you buy or sell your house with Devin, he will get you two Jazz free season tickets, uh, which is really cool. Uh, have Devin do a free market analysis of your current house. Find out whether or not it's time to go into the market. That doesn't cost you anything. Just do that. And frankly, if you're not in the market... I would suggest you to tell a friend about Devin Cash, one, to support our sponsors, and two, because if Devin's giving them season tickets to a game, maybe your buddy will take you because he would never know about it otherwise. So give Devin a call, 801-759-1495, or if you know someone who's in the market for a house, Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate, 801-759-1495. I want to talk a little bit more about the experience at Granite. Uh, that was so cool. Uh, Jazz didn't tell, uh, if you didn't know about this on Friday, uh, the Jazz did their their scrimmage, but they did it by surprising Granite High School or Granger High School. Sorry, Granger High School. Uh, surprising Granger High School. They called an all-school assembly. The bear was there, and the, um, there was you know rumors floating the school. They didn't know what was going on, and uh, the, then all of a sudden the jazz came out, and the jazz players got really into it. Held a scrimmage. The noise was awesome. The kids were totally into it. It was, it was really terrific, uh, to see happen and take place. Uh, some of the things that were really cool about it was, <laughs> one was we borrowed the BYU football buses to get there. So when we're coming in, all the kids are putting up their big U sign. A few of us are flipping up the bird because, you know, high school kids and, and they're like, you, 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 you know, and it was pretty funny because we're like, like half our players, are like, what are they doing? And, uh, You know, I think they probably, 10 minutes later, were a little embarrassed. Oops, I flipped off the Utah Jazz bus. I didn't mean to do that. Um, So that was kind of comical to see uh, all of that take place uh, out there. But it was a cool event. Bowler did a great job out on the floor. And Jazz Bear was awesome going through the net. And the kids were into it. Two girls behind me were hyperventilating. Players got into it. He played well. Derek played well. Uh, Hard to take anything from Derek had two threes, though. Uh, It was kind of wild to see. Around the NBA, some interesting stories. Uh, Chicago Bulls had this weird story that they don't need Fred Hoiberg to coach because they're stopping practice every day for Dwayne Wade to scream and yell at the players. Like, that doesn't seem to me to be a particularly good script, uh, for this group. In in any way, it almost might sound as though Wade, you know, a bit frustrated being out of that Miami culture, trying to find a, a culture that's any good. I, I don't know. I'm going to listen to Locked On Bulls. Cody Westerland wrote a story at todaysfastbreak.com about it, and I want to hear what what he has to say on Locked On Bulls. Um, it was interesting. Cody wrote a story about I was kind of drama free at training camp, and then we're reading that story, and it seems almost the opposite, like it's drama filled. So uh, curious to see. Uh, what the take, what takes place, uh, with that. Eric, uh, Garcia Gunderson has a post up today on Locked On Blazers about stories to look for. And then Locked On 76ers, by the way. Oh no. Uh, Ben Simmons out. Ben Simmons is out for, and the Jazz play early against the Sixers. So we're going to miss it. Ben Simmons was electric and so exciting to watch. Um, I I I I'm broken about this and they're saying it's not a wear and tear injury but it just seems to me that we our draft picks are getting into this league and they're hurt all the time and it just makes you wonder you know we've got to get some regulation into what's going on with youth sports and how often these kids are playing and how many miles they're putting on on a developing body because it's this is not working at all not working at all all right, that is today's edition of Locked On Jazz. Thanks very much for tuning in. We will uh, thanks, of course, to My Simply Smarter. Go to MySimplySmarter.com and check out the programs. You can get a seven day free trial, and the promo code is LOCK to get twenty percent off for life. And Devin Cash of equity real estate call them today at 801-759-1495 thanks to those who two who sponsored the program allowed you to get it for free and so we appreciate them very much if you'd like to advertise on the program be a part of this growing locked on jazz world we had a huge week last week bigger biggest ever uh feel free to email me at dlock09 at gmail.com this has been locked on jazz part of the locked on podcast network